When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, I'm Samson Folk, and I'm joined by, who some of you may remember, Josh Codinera, professional scout, and we're here to do a bit of scouting, a bit of film breakdown, and a whole lot of talking about Grady Dick. So the background, obviously, is that we talked Grady Dick prior to the draft. Your insights and also like the stats you pulled, your critiques, and um, I guess what you were listing as his accolades informed what I thought of Grady Dick. He ended up falling to the Raptors, which was a pretty big deal, at least for a guy like me. It made Trey yell out, Messiah's back, which was pretty good. And you rated him as a top five player in the draft. And people who listen to my draft coverage knows that was a big deal. I've cited it many times. He's a Toronto Raptor. So let's just start off first thing. We have a professional scout, Josh Conera. Many of you love him. What have you thought of the Raptors rookie so far? Uh, I I think he's been great. Obviously, the shot making is not there yet. But as far as like all the things that we talked about in as far as like being able to shoot off different actions, the shot prep, the moving into space and understanding rotations, how to make rotations on offense as well as defense. I think it's it's been there. Just kind of the shot making is a little bit off as, as far as like being able to be that guy that spaces the floor for the Raptors and the slot guy and the, the corner man that like creates space for like guys like Scotty and, and Pascal. I think it's probably easier to scout an NBA player to succeed at the NBA level than it is a high school or college player to succeed at the NBA level. So from your point of view, when you're watching college, how do you reckon with a player who hits shots Mm -hmm. prior and then is having a stretch where a lot of the decision making, a lot of the process is really high level, but the shots aren't falling? How do you approach that as a scout trying to project what's going to happen going forward? Yeah, so like at the college level, the the court's much smaller. The three-point line is closer. There's less length. There's less athleticism coming at you. With Grady, it felt like he was kind of the main creator and and the main person within an action for for Kansas on offense. So they're creating shots for him um, out of like pin downs or, or stuff like that. Whereas like in the NBA right now, He's kind of more of like the off-ball guy trying to occupy the the help defense a little bit more, kind of taking more spot-up threes as opposed to like trying to get away from guys that are, are are defending you on like lock and trail or trying to like top lock you so that you you're not able to get around the screen. Um, he and it looks like he's getting better. He's better at like shooting off, you know, getting that flow, getting rhythm into his shot where it's like. I'm stepping in off like a a left-right gather or a right-left gather, curling to the rim so that it's like, you know, he does a really great job with his inside foot turning towards the basket as he's getting the ball. And he can just get under his shot better. Whereas like he's not getting as much like 
that defense where or and he's and he's spacing the floor and spotting up he's not getting that rhythm into his shot so you could see why the shot making isn't there as much um i think once he kind of figures out his timing a little bit better when he can like kind of step away space out and then step into the shot a little bit better get his legs under it under him better and get under his shot it'll be much better for as far as like energy transfer goes and um being able to make shots i think there's a a stark contrast and this is something i picked up watching grady at court level like sideline baseline Mm -hmm. before the games that when he's warming up he's really looking after finding his own rhythm even in the spot up stuff like yes when they're walking through some of their drills, they're saying like, I'm going to send you downhill. Mm-hmm. You got to like shove me and try and get uphill, catch, hit the shot. It's easy to find your rhythm when you're in motion. If that's what you need as a shooter, a lot of guys need no rhythm, need to quiet everything down, but he's a guy who needs to find his rhythm. And from a shot mechanic standpoint, why do you think that's so important? Like I was saying earlier, it's like he gets under his shot better. He's more of like a, upright long shooter as opposed to like having like really compact mechanics that like let's say fred van fleet has with grady he's that almost like a two motion shooter kind of his set point a little bit higher where it's like there's more of a sling and there's that little extra motion and i kind of like look at shots in a way that it's different points of failure in your shot so when you have that extra motion that's just extra energy that you lose but when you're in momentum you could decelerate in the air with your upper body and then use that like if you're just using your energy from that like sling and then you could use your easier to use your touch out of that he got called for the travel on the first one but then came back the next play you want to talk about get a shooter getting sent downhill he couldn't come up above the break in preseason they sent him downhill and he's getting high-fived fading from 16 feet twice mm-hmm. he hits it twice mm-hmm. they call travel the first time but it's like he can hit those more difficult shots because of this added motion. And he can, because when you're compact, you have to stay compact. Yes. When you have all that other stuff going on, Kobe is a really good example. Not that Grady's Kobe, nobody freak <laughs> out, but Kobe's a really good example of like elevating, maintaining as like the shot is going crazy below the chest. Yes. Everything is out of whack, but just holding it up here. Yeah. And so Grady is supposed to have like a much higher baseline as a spot up shooter than like Kobe did, for example. Yeah. And he probably won't have the, you know, tough shot maker thing, but it's just to kind of say like, there's a possibility for him to become a very good tough shot maker. And evidenced by this is the fact that so far Grady on his guarded yes. three point jumpers is shooting 40%. Yes. What is he shooting on his unguarded jumpers? If I remember correctly, it's like probably like 27% on, on unguarded threes. And it's surprising because he's he's a really good shooter. And at the college level, he's a really good shooter. But I think it's just, yeah, being able to judge at distance, being able to, like, be ready in those spot-up situations rather than, like, him off movement. Like, he hit that shot, was it Philly, where he came off, like, a, I think it was staggered throw head drill. Kelly, Kelly tried. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about, okay, he came out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, he came out of Chicago, throw ahead, had pressure from behind, has a dig down in front of him and split the difference between the two rows up and hit like a, a 17 footer. Yeah, and you could see him ri- get into the rhythm with that left right gather. The the left inside foot is aligning with the rim which aligns his body and then he could just he has that high set point and then it's just touch at that point and he has really really great touch. And that's and that's with that forward momentum finding that rhythm. And then there's another play when I believe it's Kelly Oubre Jr tries to shoot the gap on him off of a, a pin down yes. and so Grady kind of works himself backwards 
and catches in rhythm going backwards and hits. That's also one, I think it's your favorite play that we've seen so far is like, they, Grady comes out of the corner, handoff with Scotty. He moves the ball on to, to Malachi. Mm-hmm. Malachi attacks middle. Grady's forming up to space out and catches in rhythm going sideways, collects himself. Yeah. But this is all under motion. Like, we were really impressed when Scotty gave up the handoff, then sprinted back to a spot and yes. caught and hit. Yes. Like, that was incredible. Yeah. And, but, and that's not something you expect from guys like Scotty and Pascal over mm-hmm. the past couple of years is these motion threes. Mm-hmm. But for Grady, that's the norm. Yeah, He has, real, like, really great footwork as far as like being able to shoot off varied actions or varied footwork so it's like going going right he goes left right going um left he goes right left to to you know kind of align his his body going to the bass towards the and align his shoulder to the rim as well as like a quick hop catch or back pedal into like a shot or like back pedal and then oh there's space in front of me to like to really like go fo- move have like forward momentum and get it get under my shot he could do that as well like like that shot we we just described which is which is amazing so i i find him so impressive and so we're talking about the shots the mechanics mm-hmm. the most impressive skill like the most important skill is making the shot of course but i would say the skill that grady has that stands above the rest when compared to other players is finding shots out of nothing just being on the floor and like, yes, shot prep is important, but your motion before everything happens, reading off of other players and getting open. As far as from Kansas to Toronto, what have you seen? I think he's he's done the same. It's just obviously that, like you said, the shot's not going in. But as far as being able to like, okay, I could see this guy zoning me up on the, on the weak side, I'm just going to c- cut into space and I could see that he's, he's going to come with me so that the guy beside me has that corner shot or being able to like read how he can occupy the the weak side as well just being able to like cut along the baseline and he can curl up off uh into a lift yeah he's very good at that (laughs) essentially reading the floor is one of the most important things for any player Mm. but and and it's important for a guy like ben simmons for example struggled so much to return back because his room for error is so small in Mm -hmm. picking his spots because he operates in a smaller, smaller space. Yeah. Grady is a guy who has so much space to work in because of his shot and still operates with like such a little room for like margin for error because his decision making is always so good. Yeah. If there's an opportunity for a cut, like you said, to collapse the weak side, he'll do it. Yeah. If he's the guy who's having the weak side collapse for him and it does so that, you know, the corner isn't so available, he has to lift, like yeah. shake up on a pick and roll. Yeah. He does it. If the, you know, it's like baseline cuts are available. Everything is working really well for him as far as getting open. What is your confidence metric on the shots starting to fall? Uh, pretty high. Uh, I, I feel like he'll figure it out as far as like how now I'm only getting that those, those spot up shots, then I'm going to be able to, and he has to knock it down because as far as like guys that can play out of the slots and also play at the corners, and to space the floor for the team, it, it, there's only a few guys on the team right now that could kind of consistently do it. And I think he has to be the be, be that guy. And I think um, as far as like considering the the, the footwork, the the Kansas stuff, the Sunrise Christian stuff, I think he'll be able to to reach it. He's impressed me a ton. Before we talk about some of the on ball chops, some of the passing that's really impressed you. I know you love the like baseline to above the break, but defensively 
I asked Darko before his big game against Philly, like, is there maybe room for Grady in this game because of Philly might have trouble like picking on him and the Raptors need shooting always. It ended up that Philly went out of their way to pick on him for okay offense, but Grady was a heat pump on the other end. What have you made of his defensive acumen? You know, I guess we're eight games into his career. Changing directions is not that great for him. But as far as like being able as, as an off ball defender, I think he's been really smart as in as as far as like where his position is. Um, he had that charge against Giannis. Um, and, and I always felt like, especially at Kansas, watching him a ton was that he reads the shell well and, and places he can kind of put himself in position to to either like force force another pass or just just uh take up space where it's just kind of hard and, and in the college game as well the court is smaller so he takes up a lot much more space than um guys that typically are, are shooters his side are like shooters in general um in at the college level so i think being yes yeah, what six eight six nine and and having like that size it, he takes up a lot a lot more space and I think just being able to um, cover more ground, um, I think that will come over time as he gets more comfortable um, with the NBA game and with his timing and whatnot. I think it's the same thing as it was in summer league. The people who didn't get to see him at Kansas, it it popped immediately. You saw him miss on some stuff, but it's a good thing, I think. Like, it's a good thing offensively when you couldn't tell where the pass was going. Like a, like the ball handler beat the defender and they beat the viewer. That's incredible. It's a really good thing because you have the bird's eye view. You're watching the defense. If Grady is covering the same spots that you, the viewer, typically want him to cover, yeah. you can see what he's trying to do. Yeah. And he did a fantastic job, albeit missing on some of them at Summer League. And when he's lower in the defense or on the weak side, yes. I think he like he fills space really well. He has a really great idea of, you know, this works both on – People ask this question all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, you have such a good understanding of offensive spacing. Why don't you, or as a cutter offensively, why are you a guy who falls asleep on defense? And there's sometimes there's like a dichotomy between those two things. But Grady is a guy who fulfills both. He, he reads the floor and he maps the court, I think, at a high level on both ends. And, yeah, space is tough. Uh, screens have been tough. But he's, he'll come around. I think so um i like i don't see him being really that great on the perimeter i think you probably gonna have to hide him a little bit um on like shooters or guys that are, are, are a little that pl do play lower i think he takes up gaps really well um he looked he, in his first shift against dallas um, the other day uh, i thought he he was really good at the nail i thought he um one pass away he got a couple deflections and I think his hands are really good in, in those spots as well. So I think as far as like where he projects as a defender, I don't think he's going to be like super above average or all defense or anything like that. But I, I think you could be like starter level. You're comfortable with him in the starting lineup, um, especially with his with his ability on offense. There's a route to success, obviously, if you read the four well and if you're efficient with your movements and if you read like you're really tight with your scouting report on other players you know their sensibilities what they their tendencies and that helps you cheat mm -hmm. and every time you cheat on an nba court you're trying to like have there's like an 85 percent chance that i'm correct and the best guys they're like 
they know the scouting report, they see tendencies, and then they contextualize it all in a split second, and they're like 95, 98% in between there, right read, right read, right read. Grady, you would hope he gets there, and that helps him figure out like everything in the help side, mm -hmm. everything off ball, and it helps him give cushion to the players when he's in space that he needs to play them into their weaknesses if they can. And so that's where he has to succeed because the feet are never going to be blistering. But small guards, basically, it's you. It's almost impossible for you to override this stuff. But Grady's huge for a like for a shooter that move that can get into the different types of shots that he does. He's massive. So that helps a lot because being big on defense, as everyone understands, is it's a huge deal. Okay. Attacking closeouts. Mm -hmm. He gets a ton of them. We're talking about on-ball creation, second side stuff, attacking a tilted defense. What have you made about identifying the top foot, making those progressive reads? Because this was something mm -hmm. myself, yourself, everybody was excited about. You see every once in a while, a game pops off, you're like, Grady had four assists. Yeah, like I think when we talked about pre-draft, as far as like what he does well as a passer, I think when he does get a hard closeout, he's able to, he has a little bit of wiggle. Like it's not, it's not, it's not anything great, great, but he does have that little bit of flexibility that he, you could like kind of show with, with a pump fake and, and go around a guy or like use like a body, body jab and get around a guy. Um, and then he's okay with like one or two dribbles attacking space. Um, and he has those awesome in-air passes that I, I thought that really, really stuck out to me at Kansas that, um, and I think he did a couple times already. Um, or he attacks a baseline, goes off two feet, jumps in the air, and then he sees the the defense um, sinking in, and then he could pick a guy on the opposite side, either in the corner or the or the slot. And um, I think, as far as like um, shot making as well, I think he has the ability to do to to decel into like one two dribble pull ups. And I, I just don't think we he, we've seen it yet, but he's really good at like when there's an action created for him maintaining that advantage that 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 action is created so there's another play that i can think of where he got malachi um kind of in the similar way where he he curled around the screen caught and i don't know if it was like a pump fake and 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 a left hand dr uh, dribble or if it was just like a um catch throw head dribble and then sink in that first first level and then hit malachi with like a left hand pass i think that's um that's the stuff he can do off the dribble and attacking his man. Um, and another one is where against Dallas, he kind of caught in the triple threat, did a quick pump to get Maxi Kluber to, to lift up a little bit and attacked. Then he hit him with a little, a body bump. And I was like, wow, I, I, I've never seen this before, but he hit him. It created some space and he had a, a basically it just came off the rim, but it felt like that was like a perfect shot for him. You notice this with, if anybody out, many people listen to Love Played Pickup, the people are comfortable. It's it's unfair to some degree because the better players are the ones who do cheaper stuff. Yes. But you play against like a guy who only played high school or something, they're gonna they're not going to give you an offensive foul, not really. You play against a college guard, they're going to give you mm -hmm. everything. But they can extend outside themselves for shoves and pushes and pulls and still say stay balanced. Stay, yeah, yeah stay, stay tight. Yeah. And Grady on that play against Maxi Kleba, who is like a very good defender. He's actually the inspiration for this tattoo, believe it or not. As crazy as that sounds. Um, 
getting him, he moved him, man. Yes. And that's kind of like the underrated thing. It's like Grady has to put on weight, yes. But he's got, you know, he got heavy feet. He's also got heavy legs. Yeah. He can also there now Paul Pierce wasn't the quickest guy his whole career. But if you're heavy and you know how to move, you'll be able to move other guys. That gave me kind of like an insight into maybe there's like some strength creation in the future for Grady, which is, you know, he could, we see a guy like there's a million different players who they get some like pinch post action every once in a while as a wing. And Grady is a guy who seeing that you wonder, Hmm, there might be something in the future as far as that goes. Maybe it's that, um, fast to slow thing that ha- that Luca has. I'm not, I'm not saying he's Luca, right? <laughs> That's crazy. But like, being able to do that in tight spaces, being able to, to, to create your shot, like just kind of like use your momentum. And then well, he already is so good at deselling into his shot. I don't see why not with his with his legs that he can like either like bump with his and, and maintain that balance with his body or or kind of just be able to desell into a person um, kind of like the way that well, who else does that? I, I guess Paul George or Jalen Brunson does and then pull up and and then use that length to shoot over a guy. It may be something. I don't know. That's where the work comes in. Like he he has to do like 12,000 reps on like that bump and pull and then like with the other shoulder. Right. Because I would guess that Grady's much more comfortable with that left arm than he is with his right and then gathering back. But I mean, this is the stuff we'll see develop over the course of his career. Another thing I want to talk about. We discussed how he's not like an elite in-air guy. Mm -hmm. He works with what he can, but we've seen a few really impressive finishes as far as like control, pacing, and English he's able to put on. What have you made of his like work around the basket early on? Yeah, I I thought he's he's definitely more of a two foot jumper. Um, So when he when he does go off two, there's a little bit more flexibility he can use to to go around the rim. I think he there's that one play where he pumped attacked middle and then he finished with his left. But there but you could see that that little bit of flexibility has to like just change an angle a little bit. And then as far as like his touch, he has he has finger rolls with either hand um he did he had the one where he went the inside english with the left Mm -hmm. from the baseline too like yeah yeah and it's it's like little things that he can do that that maybe most shooters can't do and it's just it's it takes him from like okay this guy's a movement shooter but a guy that can be a movement shooter plus oh i can attack a closeout oh i can make a, a passing read oh i can attack and make a dump off there's just a lot of things that that grady does that's kind of just is there's that baseline of a movement shooter and then there's a compounds different 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 cool skill sets that he has skill tree like skill tree basketball you have to be able to do it's like any video game you ever played you see like this one skill and you say like oh man i wish i could do that but you have to see other skills you have to unlock those to get to that point and there's a lot of stuff that grady as a passer who reads the defense extremely well he gets to make some of those reads because he gets these big closeouts, advantage closeouts. But if he's like a guy who live dribble can get an empty side, you know, pick and roll can really read like different um, defensive responses. If guys play at the level, maybe if guys are playing drop, there's a lot of different things he can do to manipulate, especially going middle. Right. So we'll see how that kind of stuff manifests. But this is something that, you know, I talked to Darko about, maybe like a week ago 
where he was talking about Grady being a guy who they see a future where he spends time on ball. He isn't like, he isn't just a shooter. And to echo Bobby Webster after he got drafted, he said, we had Grady in a group of his own. They didn't, they didn't consider him an off ball guy. Um, a lot of the stuff that you said are the realities and the attributes of his game have immediately come true. The only thing we're waiting on is the jumper and shots to fall in. But that's easy. That's very easy to analyze. Shot go in, good. Scotty Barnes currently shooting an insane percentage from the field. Shot go in, good. Is he? Does he have more shooting talent than Grady? I'm probably not. But we have to try and look at what is motivating Grady's successes, what's motivating the stuff that's lagging behind a little bit. And before we get out of here, any final thoughts on Grady for the people who are watching? Obviously, there's I don't see the primary like primary creator, secondary creator, but tertiary creator, secondary creator. There's that possibility. I um I do another thing that I really like about uh, Grady is his rebounding. Oh, I think we totally forgot about that. Yeah. But he he's a really good like anticipating where a shot's gonna go and being able to stabilize in air. Um, and he's super like his body is long that allows him to just kind and he's strong. So like he's he's able to kind of like maintain that like vertical vertical. His his core strength contributes to in air passing, of mm -hmm. course, because if you don't have core strength, you can't outweigh the defenders. His core strength also is for like maintaining form to keep everything square up yes. top. And his core strength is he explodes to the ball, man. Yeah, and it, it, it's it's fun. Like I was I was even thinking about this. Maybe you just kind of like let him like play along the base late baseline, kind of like a Danny Green um, with that like his Dan that Danny Green cut when you have like Scotty in the out, like playing out of the post and kind of like. Da uh, Danny Green cut into the strong side and he can like either be a movement shooter or like a, a cutter or like if if he if Scotty kicks it out to like another shooter that's on the strong side already he can like you can have him crash the back the crash the board and um he also helps like always like he always boxes out his man as well so it, it, as far as like being able to maintain that shell and and being able to um create that space to you know help guys get a rebound or be the guy that rebounds i think he he's really helpful in closing possession on the fast break going back transition defense makes the guy make this like pick up the ball about six feet earlier than you wanted to mm -hmm. and maybe like force the read a little bit quicker and make sure that there's more air under the pass so not only do you get to turn around and kind of contest but the elite athletes like scotty barnes og Ananobi, pascal siakam who are getting back mm -hmm. they have more time with the air under the ball and so he there's a lot of good stuff i know people are probably saying like well he's not shooting well and i get it yeah. and i know we probably sound like schmucks celebrating <laughs> all these little things but i like the, I do the equivalent of scouting work at the NBA level. I really dive into these guys. We watch a lot of basketball, and I can't, you know, express enough that Grady is a little things king. He just does so many cool things on the court. Basketball sicko stuff, you know. So it's just it's it's the little things that you pick up on. It's like, yo, that's interesting, you know. So yeah, it's 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 been fun to to see how the little the those little things can compound into like. Grady as like who who I have as like a high end starter at one day, um, and and being a real a, a, like maybe like a a star in his role, um, I, I think I think the 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 little things that are showing up are gonna end up, um, being able 
to 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 move forward. I, I think moving forward, I think he's going to be awesome. Nothing is as important as hitting a shot, ever. But the ball goes to one guy at a time. The defense responds. You help create spacing. You help create extra possessions. You help eventually create your own shots. There's a million different things to do at the on the floor at any given time, and Grady really embodies that more so than basically I, he, more so than any player I've ever seen the Raptors draft, and especially for a Raptors team that wants to build around a wing in Scotty Barnes. Like we'll see what happens with the team in the future, but mm-hmm. Scotty starts to the year firstly, <laughs> and Grady doing everything, imagining how those two pair together. Oh. <sighs> Like, yes, like the Raptors for anything that's happened as far as team building. I know people have been some people have been upset with like the front office. What has happened? Scotty popping off like this, getting Grady at 13. Yes, it erases (laughs) having guys these good who project to fit as well as they do. It basically it just it puts them in a really good spot. Josh. Thank you for coming on, man. It's it's always fun to fit, to do these, and um, I'd love to come on again and talk more Grady or whoever else in the future. So I appreciate you, brother. This guy has the credentials to, to critique jump shots. He is a heat <laughs> pump, man. Okay. Um, to anybody listening, thanks for hopping on. Uh, we appreciate it. Make sure to subscribe at raptorsofpublic.com. Uh, that's how we keep the website alive. That's how I get paid. Please and thanks if you enjoy the work and if you have the means subscribe the free one on youtube we're trying to get to 10,000 subscribers and like the video it helps suggest more in-depth scout adjacent talk to people who might not get this type of analysis and you know the hope is that people learn or enjoy the more in-depth looks that helps hopefully widen their appreciation for the game um adam silver just did uh an interview with jj reddick where he said he hopes that media does a better job talking about you know, the the intricacies of the game. And that's kind of what we're trying to do here, Josh. Thank you. (laughs) Listeners, thank you. Okay, let's go grab some food.